last week on Axe's Armor and Amulets. The party was able to avoid the twig blights and have stumbled onto a monstrous foe. Can the party defeat the creatures of this forest? Join us for episode 32, Family Matters. I have a question for y'all. First off, Catherine, I know you've dabbled in Pathfinder a little bit, but have you played any other um, D&D-based games, uh, tabletop so, games? Back in college, um, I did Cyberpunk for a year. Okay, okay. A year, a year and a half, something like that. I forget how long it, it lasted. Uh, we kind uh, of burned the DM out. <laughs> Poor guy. Okay. Uh, well, Cyberpunk. Ka- you. I'm sorry, go ahead and answer that question, Catherine. No, like, yeah, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was it. Um, Is that the name of the actual, like, tabletop game, or was it a yeah. cyber... Oh, no. Oh, no. We have the rule book somewhere on the other side of the basement that I can't see because <laughs> I can't wear my glasses and headphones. <laughs> Because it makes my ears hurt, my head hurt. So um, it's an RPG game, like D&D. it is an RPG game. We rolled D. It was, I think, just a D twenty system, um, with D sixes for damage for everything. And it was basically you were technically, I guess, supposed to basically create a character every game because you were supposed to die that fast. Um, but it's you know set in the future. You can get modifications. Like um, cybernetics and all that good stuff, and I seriously picked the wrong class to pay, play to begin with, and then we had a reset, and I got to pick a new class that I was much better at. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of um, yeah, our theme song became Bad Company. Oh. <laughs> All right, and Daisy and Shake, I know you guys haven't played any other tabletop roleplay games, right? I played Eye of the Beholder on Sega CD, like in like 1992. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so not a tabletop roleplay game. I'm going to count like electronic games. I played Dark Age of Camelot, and I played World of Warcraft. Mm. Yeah, World of Warcraft would be the closest thing that I've come to anything like D anD. d and I was married to it for a hot second. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I played World of Warcraft for a little bit too, but that was like forever ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was in college. All right, uh, Maria, have you have you done any other uh, tabletop role play games, um, whether? sci-fi or you know kind of fan- fantasy magical setting like like fifth edition kind of i have a digital version of cthulhu okay call of cthulhu and, yes call of cthulhu and i've read through it i've made characters started planning but for my in-person group it's on the back burner because there's a lot of campaigns that are in slot right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Kyle, have you have you done any other systems? Um, 
a long time ago, and I could tell you, I could not tell you anything about it. And they're actually re uh, updating it, and like they remade it. Is Marvel put out a role playing game where you could create a superhero and then do basically D and D, but it's superheroes. Um, and you know, obviously classes were different power sets. I played that for like a hot minute with my dad, and then it just kind of didn't. It wasn't that great setup. Um, I'm very interested in trying it again with the new the, the new system that I've heard they're building, or maybe already built. I can't remember. Um, so I played that. Uh, did I play anything else other than D and I've played different editions of D and D. So I played third for a little while, and fourth, I think. Oh, Ooh, fourth the, Oof, rip. The superhero one was that a D100 system? Do you remember at all? I do not remember. I I got a book. I think I some at some point was found for me in like a like you know like a library selling their like books for a buck or something like that to that effect. And it was probably given to me. That's all I remember. Okay. Yeah, because I just I just remember that. Remember, I played one short session of a superhero game, but I don't know if it was his own homebrew thing or mm-hmm. what. <laughs> Because it was a very ad hoc session uh, that we started late at night mm-hmm. at a con. <laughs> and if any of our listeners are looking for video games that are very D&D centered, um, this is not a plug because we have no connection to them, but Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland is a video game that just came out. It's very good, and it has a lot of dungeons. It's basically you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, but in the world of Borderlands, if you've played that video game. So it's like guns, but they're like fantasy-looking guns. It's so funny. It's so much fun. I love it. I'm I'm so excited to get my hands on that game because I am a huge Borderlands, Borderlands. fan and, of course, a huge D&D fan because, you know, here I am running a podcast. It's like exclusive nerd. <laughs> it's, it's like exclusively D&D jokes with Borderlands humor. It's It's amazing. It's everything you want it to be. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited to get my hands on that game. Well, to get back to the question at hand, I wanted to know what systems you guys had played because I want to talk about our favorite class from our favorite system. And I was kind of hoping to keep it, you know, D&D, um, medieval, um, you know, uh, magic setting, kind of like, you know, Feyrun and, and Theros and stuff like that. Kind of keep it more D and D theme, but I want to I want to talk about like our favorite classes and what about those classes really intrigues you because all of the classes, even in fifth edition, have a lot of variety and there's quite a few ways to play them, and that's a little more prominent with you know three point five rule set and uh, Pathfinder rule set and even Pathfinder second edition, but. Um, yeah, so I want to I want to go around the circle and I want to talk about everyone's favorite class and and what's appealing to you about it. So let's uh, let's start with you, Maria. Well, it's a tie between cleric and monk. When I play a cleric, I'm healing the party, and it makes me feel important that I can actually help someone because <laughs> I struggle a lot. And I have self-doubts that pop up a lot, and I second-guess myself. So when I'm being the cleric, 
I'm feeling like I'm actually helping. And when I'm a monk, I can show people I'm act. I feel like I, I can actually show how strong I am because I'm, I'm a small person in real life and people are sort of always passing me over. Oh my gosh, Maria, are, are you okay? Maria? That was way deeper than I was ready. ready yeah, for. same. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like I need to stop recording so we can restart this. Are you, are you doing okay? I love you. Um, uh, kind of. D&D is very therapeutic. Are, are you okay? Is there anything you want to talk? I am happy to stop recording and happy to have a little, a little powwow for a little bit to see, you know, make sure that you're okay before we start if, if you want or need to. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, that was that was very deep, and that was awesome of you to share, Maria. And now my question to you is, is that something that you want put on the podcast, or should I re-ask the question? And the reason I'm asking this is, is that was that was very, very deep. And it was very intimate. It was very intimate. And well said. I, it was very well said. And I would love to share that with our audience, but if you are not comfortable with that, I am happy to end this recording, delete it, and start over again. You can put it on the recording. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Okay. Whew. All right. Let me let me put my, my game face back on real fast. Jesus, Jesus, I need a drink after that. <laughs> I just finished mine. In like, in, in like not, not a bad way, Maria, like in an intimate way, like, you know, you need to go have a drink and a cigarette because the conversation's getting serious. I mean, I have a bottle of wine right next to me, but I know I got to work tomorrow, so I can't have it, which is sad. Because knowing me, I would drink it or drink the whole bottle, and that's not a good thing. We have watched you play both of those classes, and you have always played them a little unorthodox, but in your own way tailored to you. I think you found a great way to make those the, both of those classes your own, and I think that's great. Uh, Kyle, let's talk about your favorite class and and why. My favorite class is a paladin every single day of the week. Um, I am not going to be, nor am I able to be as deep as the last person, so uh, don't worry about getting shown up, because I like paladins because they're like a mixture of tanky and cleric where like you can go out there and you can like i like them because you can protect people like you can protect your friends you can be up there uh and then you can also like rp with them really good i really enjoy like the zealous rp where like you will not strike my friends while i stand i really enjoy that kind of stuff so like i like thor you know i like the way thor like enunciates things you can do that with paladins um I know people, some people are sneaky paladins. I don't know. I like, I like big, upfront, golden, glowing armor paladins. Yeah. They're awesome. fun to RP, and I like to protect my party members. <laughs> and, you can, and you can heal people. So, like, you get the same thing, like, with the cleric thing. If you're like, oh, shoot, maybe we need to heal. I got you, bro. Paladins are a very fun mix of, of a lot of things. You know, being tanky, DPS, healy, role play, high roleplay potential. They're um, they're pretty good, and I don't know why. I don't know what it, you know. Maybe it's something in my past or whatever. I like like the religious side of D and D, and not like in an argumentative 
kind of way, but just be like, you have this higher power that you serve and like, it gives you kind of a, a good instrument for your character. Like a good reason your character is doing something for me. Like I find a lot of times when I play characters that aren't, I don't know why they're doing what they're doing, but like if you play a paladin or a cleric or even any, you know, any character really, but especially characters that are more religious in nature, they have like a very clear defined, oh yeah, do it because my God told me to, which is kind of lame, but also it's easy. And sometimes you need easy. See, and I, I have always loved and been very interested in, you know, the religious aspects of tabletop role-play games, you know, where the, the gods are involved, whether it's indirectly, directly, et cetera. It just, just the, the variety of gods that impact the world on a regular basis is just so awesome. Or even you have my current paladin, who is like probably my favorite paladin I've ever played, favorite character I've ever played. He is now he doesn't he hates the gods or not in hate, but he just, he won't obey them now. He, he shuns them now. So like you get the, you get like you can always go both ways with it. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And oh and so uh, you guys have heard me talk a lot about Pathfinder and Starfinder and all of that stuff. Um, you know, the world of Pathfinder has some real interesting gods. Uh, and one of them, uh, oh shoot, I'm not going to remember his name off the top of my head. Casey, Caseyus, Caden Kalen. That's what it is. So this god, uh, okay, let me back up a little bit. In the Pathfinder lore, there was an event that that was called Starfall. Okay, and basically, like this meteorite impacted the Earth, and and not only did it add a bunch of different metals and, and cause a lot of the elemental things and the rupturing of planes, mm. but it also caused this magical aura to exist. And the rumor was, if you could get to this aura, you would ascend into, into godliness. Well, Caden Kalian, let's see, Caden Kalian, Kalian, anyways, um, feel like one of my characters does actually worship this god. He he because is known as the lucky drunk and the drunken hero god. Yes. Because yes. he is a human who got shitty drunk in Absalom City, made a wager that he could make it to the to the soul stone and then went there while drunk as shit and made it all the way to the soul stone or to the star stone and ascended to godlyhood. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yes, like, I have a cleric who worships him. I love the gods who are not just like, I'm the god of war. Like, I love the dwarves have a god of luck. So this would be kind of similar, I think. I love those a lot. Yeah. Caden's acronym or uh, uh, names known is the lucky drunk, the drunken hero, and the accidental god. Oh, I want to be a god in a Like, like yep. this guy. It just, anyways, I'm going to get on a that, tangent about religions. Long story short, would, love them. That's something that would happen to Shake. A hundred percent. It completely, yeah. completely ripped, and then wake up like, where the hell am I? And I got a crown on, like, oh snap! <laughs> if, if, you, if, you, if you become a god, I, I'll, I'll be your paladin. <laughs> so, like the Scotsman from the mullet. Be the, the mullet would be the, the mark of our. Uh, Oh, order. Oh, <laughs> Shake. God. Oh, oh, we could change it from. 
it was pray, pray, <laughs> shake, and daily bake. That's right. <laughs> Just dudes with big old armor and then the flowing golden mullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right, Daisy, tell us about your favorite. As much as I love my paladin and my ranger, my heart will lie in the one that is most like me, and that would be Druid. Mm-hmm. Knew it. Because I I mean, like, I practically am a Druid in real life. Yeah, so, yes. yes. First-hand knowledge can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like animals more than people, and I can make pretty much anything grow. So, yeah, Druid speaks to me. Shake, what about and, you? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Daisy. And, you know, they can kick ass, so. Yes, yes, they can. <laughs> um, I'd say, uh, like, because I've played just about a little bit of every class, so, you know, they're, I'm not really partial to one, or impartial to one. Anything multi-classed? Well, kind of, but <laughs> I, I do I do like the rogue. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like, you know, I, I do what I want, and then you know, um, kind of be like the whole deceitful thing, like you know, um, slide a hand or pickpocket in somebody, or you know, uh, pocket them down from like gold to like, oh, I'll give you one gold instead of thirty, and they're like, uh, that sounds like a good deal, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and. Rogues are so versatile anyway because you know they can pretty much fit with any other class, and you know I like to multi-class a lot anyway. So yeah, yes you, know. you do. Yes you do. The rogue feels like the natural wrench thrower. Like it's just built to yeah. be a wrench thrower from the very beginning. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that Shake would like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Catherine, what about uh, what about you? What's your favorite favorite class you've played? And it doesn't even have to be a fifth edition. As someone who's dabbled in some other editions, like what is what is your class of choice? So, uh, the healer types I think um, typically tend to be my favorite class. You know, I have that very strong mom gene, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, where I do I I, I want to care for everybody. It hurts really badly when I can't. Um, but also at the same time, like this whole Clarebarian, the cleric barbarian concept really fits me. In real life, I cannot rage as much as I want to. Um, and I actually had to leave a situation this weekend kind of for that reason. Oh, um, no. So, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I don't rage. I don't know <laughs> barbarian cleric just in my mind just does it I don't understand how you've made it work because it's me and maybe maybe <laughs> uh, like I I have played so many combinations of races and classes and multi classes and I've played gestalt campaigns like I just I don't know how you put it together to where Emma is uh, really as effective as she is. And the funny thing is, like, 
I may be pa- playing, trying a paladin as my next class, because I haven't tried a paladin next. But the Clarebarian is very similar in that they are up there and being tanky, but can then, like, heal and take care of their friends. And uh, that is where the rage comes from. I, I don't know if I like the idea of you being a paladin, like, as, a, <laughs> as your GM. I... I, Does that scare you? I don't know how I feel about it because it's not fear. Like you get so into your characters already with Irma and Emma and Talia, and even after you took over Ingrahild for a while in our Giant Slayer campaign, you just get so into the character that I don't know. Like, are you going to yell at me? Are you, <laughs> like in this campaign, you're the one person who doesn't attack me. And if you're a paladin, is that going to change? That, no. That would no, because I am not a person who yells at people. Um, it takes a lot to get me to yell. And at, the, at which point, the point at which I want to yell, I have lost my cognitive, not my cognitive ability. but oh, The logical side. I have, I have, yeah, so I have lost, not, not my reasoning, but my ability to put words together. Mm. And I know that if I cannot put words together when I'm enraged, there is no point of yelling at anybody because what's it going to do? It's going to do shit. Exactly. That's why I get really quiet and I rage and cry. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I had to do Saturday night. Mm. Well, I have I have mixed feelings about you playing a paladin. Like, I'm intrigued and also not sure I want to be the the dm for that one maybe i want to be like a, a friendly player but we'll we'll figure it out as we go there are there are so many classes that i love um in in 3.5 i am all about the paladin rogue inquisitor like you get me my inquisitor of the silver flame like i am the happiest happiest player on the planet in pathfinder I love me a good old fashioned. I mean, fighters are phenomenal, uh, but I got my fighter ranger is great. A fight, fighters are just so awesome in the Pathfinder system. Like they are the 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 expert at combat, the tactician, the you know the one who can make moves, make things happen, the combat maneuvers, stuff like that. But at that same token, Pathfinder druid and rangers are so unbelievably amazing. I can't wait to play one. Like, yeah, I can't wait uh, to play Pathfinder with like the standard magic system because the Pathfinder I'm playing right now, it's the magic is very homebrewed. Oh, which the, is why I did Ranger Fighter and my Ranger subclass is one that has no magic. <laughs> skirmisher. That's what it is. Yes, the Skirmisher. Yep. Yeah, I uh I I am very excited for once we make the transition over to Pathfinder because I oh feel, my. in my opinion, that you guys... 5th Edition is a great system. You guys have heard me. 5th Edition is a good system, but it is, in my opinion, limiting. And Pathfinder opens up a whole new world of customization that I know Shake is going to lose his mind about. Oh, for sure. Um, oh yeah. And oh yeah. I have the rule book sitting next to me. Give me a week with it. I'll have some kind of crazy like. Uh, that was <laughs> that was the point of me giving it to you so you could start looking over it. 
Um, which which rule book are, are, are would we be using? We're going to be playing first edition Pathfinder. Okay. That's not the one I have, but I have the online resource link. Well, I will actually once we get to that point, I'll actually have a um, uh, a link for everybody to Hero Lab to where you guys can use my resources to create your characters. Um, Hero Lab does an amazing job. It makes shopping so much easier than D and D Beyond. Um, Finding items is way easier. You guys are going to lose your mind at the magic item lists and tables, and it's it's phenomenal. Anyways, getting on a tangent here. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your favorite class. Maria, I appreciate you. That is what D&D is all about, is making it yours, even if sometimes that means putting a little piece of yourself into it. And speaking of putting pieces of yourself into things, you guys are in the middle of fighting a fiendish oh owlbear that looks like it is rotting literally off of its bones. Did you just put putting st- yourself into something in the same sentence as bone? Very bird. <laughs> I know what I did, Kyle. I know. Right? <laughs> and it was all for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're at the top of round three. Pansy, you are up. Get my longbow out. You do. Ha- you did have your longbow out. Yep. I'm gonna take two shots at the fiendish owl bear. Fourteen and a twenty-seven. Uh, the twenty-seven is going to hit. 11 points of damage. I didn't have, uh... Did I have Hunter's Mark on him? I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay. Alright, 11 points of damage. Alright. It is the owlbear's turn. That owlbear is currently fighting Emma. Which makes me very, very sad because Emma's in rage and has damage reduction and all that jazz, and that makes me very sad. Ah, but that's why she so, has it. Here are oh well, you know I could. Hmm, do I want to do that instead? I mean, that's kind of a big move. I think I'm feeling. What does your gut tell you? Oh, I know exactly what my gut is telling me. Because Pansy has put the hurt on this owlbear. <laughs> and the Lothar stepped over there to kill one of them that was trying to attack Pansy. But this owlbear also has Fiendish Step, which allows it to teleport up 60 feet as a bonus action. So, um, all of a sudden, Emma, that Fiendish owlbear, blinks out of existence in a puff of black sooty, sulfuric puff of smoke and appears do a reaction can I? Uh, opportunity. Does it does it work as the spell itself? That's a great question. Hold please. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. Yep, you get an attack. Oh, uh, no. no. Do you have yes. Mage Slayer? Damn. No. Okay, then no. Nope, you do not. But, Pansy, you're about to take two attacks. 
First one is the beak. Uh, Natty 19. So that's going to be a hit. So the first set of damage is going to be max damage. 15 points of damage from that beak. Ow. Second attack, one of its claws is a miss. Good. <laughs> Next up is Cal T. Yeah, so Cal T. We're facing two of these these big honking things, huh? Well, you guys, uh, Lothar killed one. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, and then and this one, one that more. was fighting Emma blinked in front of Pansy as Pansy has put out significant damage. Just trying to make sure that this spell does not need the creature to understand me. And it does not. Okay, cool. Um, <coughs> I'm going to go ahead and cast what's my spell light? Spell slot looking like right now. I'm going to go ahead and cast oh, perfect. Dissident Whispers at third level at it. It needs to make uh, a wisdom saving throw, right? Uh, I rolled a nat 20 for a 20 even. Uh, well, then, uh, it would be... Uh, just trying to make sure that it's not one of those half spells. <laughs> yeah, it takes half. Okay, so you're still taking half. You don't have to move. Okay, give me one second. R E five D eight. So take half twenty three. Did you say twenty three? Yeah, he did indeed. And you do half twenty three because you because you succeeded the saving throw. So uh, I'll do that. Eleven. That's eleven. Eleven. Oh, that yeah. owlbear does not look long for this world. I should have used... I should have used uh, my kid Tripfish's mockery. Son of a gun. <laughs> Emma, you are up. <laughs> Kill it. Wait. Emma has two points of inspiration, and by the way, she was not enraged yet. Oh, you weren't? <sighs> nope. Well, suck. She will use that point of inspiration with her lovely file as she runs up to attack the beast. For 16. Uh, that misses. Dang it. Well, you know what? She is going to War Priest then to swing again and use her second point of inspiration. 19. Will hit. Yeah, that's on D8 damage. That's total wishful thinking. Do you think she can add to that? Probably not. Need to learn my cleric features better. <laughs> it it attacks with your regular attack bonus. Uh, the minimum amount of damage of five. It had five HP left, and it <laughs> dies. Hell yeah! <clears throat> All right, silence feels or fill fills this desecrated forest. It is the middle of the night as you guys 
tried to rest and were interrupted. Can I loot the owlbear? Neither owlbears have anything but rotting flesh. You're telling me that there's not something that somebody would use in a magic potion or spell that these owlbears might have that they would want rather than having to face the owlbear themselves? Like an eye or a... Oh, you could... I mean, if you want to pluck an eye out, you're absolutely welcome to pluck an eye out. Can I get both the beaks? You're going to uh, make a couple survival checks and spend an hour trying to do some taxidermy stuff? No. Continue. As a reminder, you were you were chased here by a bunch of twig blights. Oh yeah, twig dudes. And we also have a dragon to slay. There's gonna be enough gold. <laughs> yeah, dragon parts are nice. In the that was actually me as a DM saying dragon parts are nice, um, but that's because I let my character, my players, <laughs> do stuff with dragon parts. Um. In in the distance, you can still hear those. Well, I've now told you the name, the twig blights, uh, moving in your direction. Though it seems to be more sporadic now. Uh, you know, without even making you guys roll anything, you know it's not safe to stay here. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep. Let's get out of these woods and on to the mountain. Hey, yeah, I like that idea. Uh, Anybody got a, a spare heal? Yeah. And uh, I can heal. I, I'm I'm a hurting unit. If we can take, if we can get to a 15 minute short rest. I mean, you get the extra D from my melodious tunes. Be rather wait until we can get to somewhere safe. Or, well, I, 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 Emma Emma I, goes up and gives her eight points of. Thank you. Hats. Pansy on the shoulder for eight points of healing. Um, as you guys are saying, like, we need to get out of the forest, we need to get out of the forest, Lothar's going to say, <clears throat> The mountains are more than a day away still. We're going to need to rest. We won't make it if we just venture through the night. Well, then we need to find somewhere safer to rest. Do I hear uh, people trying to roll survival checks to look for another more yep. safe or secure place to lay yeah. your head? Emma, Emma was the, the, Emma's definitely taking cleric next level because there's. I got a nat twenty for to search for. Uh, that was for my roll. My roll was incorrect. I got a two. Uh, I got an eight. <laughs> a twenty-four. A twenty-four to search for somewhere to stay. Leona got an eighteen. <clears throat> um, Jake was sleeping in a Cracker Barrel parking lot. I'll <laughs> 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 make uh, some biscuits and gravy in the morning. <laughs> um, my favorite recipe, please. Calty, maybe it's just the the familiar familiarity that you have with forests, but you head into a direction that seems a little more a, a little safer. Okay. Uh, some of the trees don't look as gnarled, as desecrated. Um, 
and you do find what appears to be kind of like a uh, I'm not going to say a cave because it's, it's not a, a deep cave where you got to worry like about an overhang. like a, an overhang but you are 10 to 15 feet into this hillside uh, you definitely feel much more secure in this area than you did that tree sweet So this would be as good of area as any for you guys to uh, try to take a long rest again if you want. Yeah. Yep. Enter enter the rock. <laughs> <room>. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? If we're gonna take a long like a long rest, like we should we should probably uh, do I'll that long rest guard. thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll we don't know what sure. Oh, what a. One at a time. Everyone seems real excited today. One at a time. Let's, uh, Catherine, what were you going to say? Uh, Emma, Emma is suggesting that we do the Song of Rest thing. I was trying to say, like, you, let's spend our hit dice. I mean, There's I know we're for... about to, like, try and sleep, but some of us might want a little more HP. Uh, a, a long rest heals you up fully. I know, but we didn't get a long rest last this, this night. So I was concerned that we're still not going to get a long rest. <laughs> I, that's, I mean, that is a fair point. No. <laughs> what do you guys think? Are you guys going to take a short rest before the long rest to grab uh, some hit die just in case you're interrupted again? Yeah. Sure. All right, everyone, uh, roll roll some hit die for your health if you need them, and well, then Kelsey uh, and I uh, lost her name, Leone. No, that's not it. Leona. Leona, are uh, are are playing playing a little tune while you guys are resting, nice and soft. You know, maybe um, makes what you think of. What does that do? E eight if you use a hit die. Uh, it's an additional D6. Oh, six. I was thinking of the bargain. Oh, if, if I use two hit die, are we doing the we can use two D6? Or I still haven't decided yet, so just do the one for now. Alrighty, fine. Uh, you know, a nice song that makes you guys think or of in. who wins and maybe the crashing of the ocean. That's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yay! Your eyes. Ah, Emma feels much refreshed. Mm. Nothing like a nice meditation before sleep. Right. All right. Now that everyone's got their their hit die in preparation of being woken up <laughs> again. Um, Just in case. Who's who's taken what watch? <clears throat> Pansy will take first. Leona Emma, will take second. Kelsey will take second with her. Emma would like to take um, last watch again for Dawn. And, uh, I mean, technically we were on second watch when we left. Correct, but uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately you were interrupted and therefore have to start all over again. Yeah. 
And I oh. think uh, I think Lothar is going to also take third. Now double up just in case. Right. You watching with Pansy? I was like, no, I was gonna plan about this stuff the whole night. I guess. <laughs> what? What'd you say, Kelty? I didn't hear you. I said, I'll be playing on wrestling the whole night, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Og, you, come on, we, we've been playing with Og long enough to know that Og does only what Og wants to do. Right. Yeah, and he doesn't right. even do that if he can get somebody else to do it. <laughs> that does seem to be his thing, right? Mm-hmm. Selfish. Selfish. <laughs> Old habits die hard. One of the goblins got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you guys are, are starting to, to bed down and, and Pansy's taking point again, like, what's what's the topic of conversation around the campfire? Like, what's what's going on with everybody? Let's start with uh, with Kalti. Kalti, how do you say? So, we're going to go face this. I, I'm a little bit unclear on our current course of action in that... We're going to go face this dragon, but we also have to figure out this giant problem. And I feel like we're taking a really long detour that might come back to bite us. Am I the only one who feels this way? Do you do you ask that and say that in character? Oh, yeah, I was, try- I was saying that in character. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. I... I, I I it's think. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, that's all Emma says. Uh, sometimes. The fire. Sometimes it. Uh, sometimes the long detour, you can find things to help you out along the way with your bigger problem. Makes sense. I just worry that we are. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like what's going. Like we don't know what's going on. Maybe we should have left, you know, some sort of like ability to get information while we are away on this detour. Then I would have had to fight my papa. Well, I'm not. I don't mean like then. I think we were agreed on that we couldn't fight your papa. Um, but rather that. Uh, Maybe we could have left somebody, like, maybe like, hired somebody to keep an eye on the Giants while we were away. I worry we're losing ground. The very little ground we've already made up. Because we don't even know, I mean, and he's going to nod to Pansy. We know little, thanks, but thanks to you more than we did, about, um, you know, the Snake 7 and their dark feelings. Or, you know, dealings with the giants and those weird cat people. The the name of the organization is the Zentarum and the Black Network. The Zentarum so, and the Black Network. <coughs> yeah, as a as a recap for you guys, because I know it's been a while since we've talked about it, is the Zentarum is quote unquote and I say legit. that because you guys seem to have found a more vocal group uh, but the Zentarum 
is technically a legal, legit mercenary <coughs> bodyguard company. They are they are known as sword cells, and they usually have a fairly good reputation. But there are significant rumors that the Zentarum is a is either in cahoots, connected to, or a front for the Black Network. I just feel that there are a lot of mysteries and a lot of things we don't know, and uh, that those kinds of things are going to come bite us in the butt. I also worry that we are being super open about our connections with uh, our... And he's going to... I just realized that we don't know. Hmm. He'll stop talking all of a sudden and kind of do an eye flick at... uh, Leona. Leona. Wow, man, why am I... Leona, yeah. Leona. Leona and Lothar. I flick towards those two. Um, And then say, I just worry we're giving up ground. And we... What we're going to do when we get back. Well, I mean... So if we go straight way back, that Papa said the Giants were on... Maybe we can get information then? Yeah. It, it would have been faster to go that way from Tribor. To go back now, it would take us another four days to get there and then up not, the mountain. I'm not saying now. I'm saying on our way back once we've dealt with the dragon. Mm. Can we go back we and go that way? There for another thing. There's another thing. Do any of us know how to deal with, like, how we're going to deal with this dragon? And Emma's going to turn and look at Leona. Me? You yeah. said you knew a few things about a dragon. I do. What do you know? Yes, Leona, why don't you roll an arcana to let us know what you know about <laughs> dragons. <laughs> uh, you're all the way out here in the middle of the building, but uh, you better know something. <laughs> <laughs> We are. We are. Not- <laughs> a magician uh, does not reveal. For our the audience, she the secret ro- behind their tricks. For our audience, she rolled a three with a plus one modifier for a total of four. She's not sure how to spell dragon. <laughs> uh, she doesn't remember right now because she's tired. Kelsey's going to give her a look and say, as a fellow troubadour, I can understand the uh, usefulness of the mysterious, but we're about to face a fire-breathing or something else-breathing Drake. I'm not sure. Well, you keep your information to yourself if you feel feel that's wise. Are we fighting a dragon right now? No. We're sitting in the middle of a forest trying to save our asses from three things and dead owl bears. I will use my tricks when we when I need to. Emma so doesn't trust her anymore. I suppose if Kathy's gonna try to calm everybody down. I suppose if Leona can trust us with our less than stellar reputation to come out here in the middle of nowhere and help. 
we can trust her to do what she needs to do when the time comes. Let's yeah. now remember we left there under the suspicion, the tribe were under the suspicion of murder, guys. <laughs> okay, but this is this is for the DM. Murder. Emma, Emma wants to try and figure out if dragons can shape shift. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you make that roll, uh, Emma, but there was a very important role play that was about to happen uh, as Leona exclaims, Murder! I guess uh, you didn't hear. I assumed you must have heard. In fact, I thought you even mentioned it. Um, I must have misheard. Yes, um, a, an individual not connected no, I can't lie. Oh, you can lie. You've just got to roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. I'm a bard. I can think of a way, a way. I can word my way out of this. Um, yeah. An individual known, known to us uh, committed a crime, and uh, we were held in suspicion of it, but... No, but... We oh, were able God. to leave. So... We were able to leave town just fine. David, uh, Leona, I'm going to allow you to roll an insight on that one. Yes, yeah, fair. Thank <laughs> you. If if you're going to try and wordsmith around <laughs> it and stump and stumble that hard, <clears throat> Kyle, uh, yeah, I, I love you. I love you to death. But I I think that was a Calty stumble, not a Kyle stumble. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I got a seven. Uh, Oh, all right. Okay, you don't you don't think anything's weird about that, Leona? We talked at the beginning of the party. The beginning of the, we, uh, I'm a paladin, not a not a bard or a rogue. DM, <laughs> what do you have to roll? Deception. Uh, yeah, I will. Oh. Daisy and, or I'm sorry, Pansy and Calty were in on it, so I will let one of them roll it at advantage. Uh, we weren't lying. We didn't lie. No, no, it's 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 her insight. Versus your guys is like <coughs> stumbling through your words. Yeah, I got you. So, uh, what's, what's your what am I rolling? My mine's plus five. Okay, um, mine is plus seven. So how about I take that? Okay. Roll it. At, roll it at advantage. Um, I got a seventeen for my deception. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say you know there was something about like you obviously stumbled over your words as you were trying to say this, but. Leona did not think, like, didn't catch why you were stumbling. Got it. I got a 14 on her arcana check about dragons, specifically about dragons being shifters and, like, being able to take human form. Uh, you're not sure. With a 14, you're not sure. Okay. Thank you. She's just giving Leona slight side eyes. Along with Fancy. It's getting hard. Hi. <laughs> uh. Okay. Kelsey's going to say, no matter what, everybody in this, around this campfire, I have full confidence, will do the right thing when they're asked it. And he's going to look at every one of you individually. Because y'all got this problem. So does he. Somebody look at him. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. All right. Seems like there is quite a bit of tension around the campfire as everyone... Uh, kind of seems to gather up, you know, uh, gather up their things and get situated to bed down 
for the night. First watch is Pansy alone. Nobody likes me. Pansy, what? What's going through Pansy's mind right now? Like there are you you are the catalyst for a lot of things that have happened in tribal. Like uh, what's what's Pansy, going on? Pansy is thinking about how everything in her world has been turned upside down. You know, her dad works for these people that were awful and she doesn't want to be like that, but she's still having impulses mm-hmm. to do the things that she was trained her whole life to do. So, you know, she's she's trying to make sense of everything while trying to show her friends that you know, she's she's trying to help. And how do you feel about the uh, the newest two additions to your current party? Are you worried about them? Um, I'm not worried about Emma's dad because it's her dad. I mean, my dad's bad, but hers doesn't seem bad. He's just surviving. Um, I don't know enough about this mystery lady over here, and all all I know is if she's friendly with, um, because we know that she's friendly with the Lord Protector, right? Nope. No, you don't. Nope. Oh, we don't. Nope. Well, yeah, that was my bad. Well, it was never asked of her, and she never told you. Yeah. I don't know enough about her. Mm-hmm. to share anything about me. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole guarded, if people see too much of me, I have to kill them. Uh, well, you know, you you say that, <laughs> and Pansy... I don't if, does, do that. But is that how Pansy feels? Because that is your father's training. Yeah, and that's what she's trying to get away from. Yeah. So that's why it's it's complicated. Well, first watch comes to an end. You wake up Kalti and Leona for second watch. Pansy drifts off to sleep. Kalti and Leona. So, Leona, I must ask, why have you, uh, why have you joined us on this merry haunt in the woods? Weren't you this then before? The thrill of thrill of adventure plus me knowing a, a thing or two about dragons. Roll a deception. Got me rolling insight against her? Yep, rolling insight. Let's see deception. Oh, man, deception. oh wow. Insight. 21 for deception. Oh, shoot. That should be hard to beat. Okay. Ah, 14. For adventure and the thrill and because she knows about dragons. If you say so. This isn't my my first time going on an adventure. How many uh, adventures have you been on? Two. It's her second time. (laughs) 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 I've honestly lost count. Have you been an adventurer long? I started when I was about your age. I was more of an apprentice of sorts. 
Not exactly an adventurer, but I followed along, walking in their footsteps. My age, uh, I don't mean to offend, but you are not very old. How long ago was that? Well, I, myself, am 30 years young. I see. I get the feeling that there's more to you than uh, meets the eye, Leona the Bard. <laughs> Come, teach me some of your songs and I'll teach you some of mine. May perhaps I will. But how about in the morning when, so we don't accidentally wake up our party members? I'm sure they will mind if we play them softly. Well, we might end up starting off playing softly. But if you get lost in the music, like I tend to do sometimes, you just grow into a crescendo and you get lost in the music. Kauti's going to do a sly smile, look her, and look Leona in the eyes and say, uh, I could get lost in your music, I think. Oh... Does this sound Can good? you feel yeah. the love tonight? I'm so going to find a sound set that's like, I'm going to find it just for that moment. I got to look up copyright laws. How much of a Disney song can I use before I need to be worried about a lawsuit? Anyways, please continue. Well... Long story short, my adventuring party decided to part ways once I became more of an adult. And well, I grew into the profession, and my profession allowed me to go on my own many adventures. But it's quite lonely being by yourself. I agree. I have fa I found the solo act quite tiresome and not at all as much fun as a menage a trois, as it were. Hi. Okay, Leona. I will have to ask you more about your Pass another time, but uh, tonight I will let it rest. I do have a bit of advice for you, Kelty. What's that? Not all secrets are bad. Cougar alert. <laughs> You see, the truth, it's like an innocent soul, a child, that is vulnerable and needs protected. Lies help protect that innocent and vulnerable soul and can get you out of trouble if the need arises. I will... 
remember that. To some texts, keep in secrets. They're not bad if you don't tell all of them. Well, maybe sometime you'll have to explain that more to me. Another day, another nap. Agreed. All right, are, are we done with that steamy role play? Or are y'all going to kiss? That was so good. I think you used the suck instead of the F word, and uh, I just felt that I needed to R- get us back to that nice, solid R rating. Oh, some bitch. <clears throat> Fine, well, second watch comes to an end before you guys get cozy. Oh, trust me, Calty. I'm not looking for a partner quite yet. Anyways. <laughs> Grooming them? I'm concerned. Calty, uh, you need an adult. Yeah, uh, alright. Second watch, Calty, they're going to bed in their own sleeping bags. In their own... You're just fine, I think. Anyways. <laughs> Third watch, Emma and Lothar. She's going to kind of start the watch off quiet as she tries to figure out what to say to her papa. Yeah, yeah, it's... it. it I mean, we, we talked about this a little bit where you guys traveled for three days to get to the edge of the forest. You're now spending night four in this forest. Like, It's been five days since you were reunited with your actual father, who you have been estranged from for, what, 16 years? 15 years? Like that. Not Emma's age. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and he, I mean, as you're trying to figure out what to say, like, you can see that he is just as awkward and fidgety as you are. After five days, she finally says something. So, Papa, what happened after I got lost in the snowstorm? Aye, that snowstorm. It was a blizzard uh, on Ice Spire Peak for many days. I searched for you for four, maybe five days before I could not bear the cold anymore. And I thought I was going to die on the side of that godforsaken mountain, looking for you. And I was... woken up at the tribe again. After we did not return, the tribe sent out a few of our scouts to look for us. They still did not find you, but they found me. I had... Thought I had lost you. I did not think you would get off that mountain alive. If I couldn't find you, and they couldn't find you. I thought I was going uphill. But, I guess, I don't know. On my way out of the storm. And I found some berries. But, there. She like touches the scars on her cheek. Almost got me. And your father looks at you with, like, a 
a weird level of concern, but also admiration a little bit as he says, You were able to fight off a Barrett at seven years old? Tried. He kind of knocked me out first, and I guess I wasn't delicious enough. <sighs> but I, I raged at him. My little lemon running at a bear at seven. And he like... For my you, berries, I was hungry. And you could see, like... I mean, we, we often talk about orcs being a little more on the violent side. And, like, you're here and alive. So he's not thinking about the fact that you could have died. He's thinking about the fact that you tried to fight a bear at seven unarmed and you can see like i mean he's just kind of got a he looks very proud in a in a way that doesn't really kind of sit well with you after all your time with papa g yeah it's she's almost bright red except it's dark and you probably can't see it because she's like that wasn't that great of an experience and uh Uh, you survived him and that's that's what matters you were willing to run to danger knowing you might lose but you did it anyways starving I was going to die if I couldn't eat the berries it was death or death, really. I know. Whatever. But I still nearly died. Because I had nothing to, to heal myself with. And this human found me, Papa G. And he's just listening. Just watch. I mean, just looking at you. Uh, you can tell that he doesn't. He doesn't know what to say, and he almost looks a little uncomfortable. I mean, it's been a long time since you've spent time with your father, but he was never one to be emotional, talk about feelings. Like, you needed to be strong, you needed to be tough. And. I didn't trust Papa G at first, but, you know, it was death or death again. And he took me in and raised me. Um, yeah. It was my first time away from that home. I guess it's going a little better. That's the tribe. The tribe. The tribe has seen better days. It has not been good since that dragon arrived. Even since the giants arrived. Ah. You will see when we get there. I am... And this comes out very... You can tell he's very uncomfortable saying this. Not that he doesn't mean it. Feelings. Mm -hmm. Not his forte. (laughs) And he just kind of awkwardly it's a very awkward, like, hand on your shoulder. You know, it's almost as if he's trying to embrace a fellow warrior 
but trying to be gentle because you're his daughter, if that makes sense. And so it's just it just kind of ends up being like this awkward shoulder grab. I am overjoyed to see you again, Emin. Your your mother misses you dearly. Is she? She lives. And <clears throat> you have a younger brother. What's his name? Mafolg. Spell, please. M A apostrophe T H U L G. Mafolg. Alt. Twelve. Oh. Does the tribe take into him? He takes after me much more than his mother. He will be a very strong blood rager one day. And as this conversation, you know, as he's saying that, you can start to see the morning light. Mind you, it's still foggy. It's still dark. This forest is still creepy. But it appears the sun has come up on a new day. A new day that we will start next week. Dang it! What the Don question? Thank you.